we have a special treat for you for the last two chapters of The Adventures of the South Pole Pig. Miss Saputo and I are both going to read to you. So we will start with chapter 20, 37. Both the captain and the other sailor hobbled over to meet them and cheered. Alaric whooped some more. After a lot of shouting and smiling and backslapping, the food boxes were opened and soon there was an aroma of soup made from something other than fish. Over dinner, the captain wanted to know all about the trip. He didn't seem angry in the least. Flora stayed close by his side as Alaric told the story. All eyes were on her when Alaric got to the place where Flora insisted on putting her shoulder to the rope. At the end, Alaric started to apologize for leaving without permission, but the captain held up his hand. I would have done the very same thing. It wasn't my place to send a youngster out on a rescue mission alone, but it was courage and duty that made you ignore my order, and you'll be welcome on my ship anytime. He reached down and scratched Flora between her ears. Flora looked up, full of hope. Might she be welcome on his ship, too? Later that night, Flora checked in on Oscar. He was sound asleep on his bed. Someone had covered him with extra blankets, which he hadn't kicked off this time. Flora snuggled up with Sophia under their blanket, and if not for the glow in her heart, she might have wondered if the sled-pulling adventure was just a dream. The next three weeks were spent resting up. With bellies full each day, everyone's spirits lifted. The sailor, who seemed completely recovered now, no longer looked at Flora with hungry eyes. The captain took a daily walk with a cane. He always called Flora to go with him. Flora and Sophia kept a close eye on Oscar at first, but they didn't need to. Alaric made it his full-time job to look after the dog. The boy took him out of the shelter for fresh air two times a day, but otherwise kept him inside and warm with blankets. When Oscar's appetite came back, Alaric slipped him an extra helping each day. Slowly, the dog's health improved, and even the rattle in his throat disappeared. One bright morning, it was time to say goodbye to the camp forever. The two men loaded Alaric's sled with all the blankets and food. The captain admired the homemade harnesses as Alaric took care to properly adjust them both. Flora and Oscar were hooked up side by side at the front of the sled, and this time they were going to head in the direction the sailors had gone to find help. Remember what I told you. Oscar couldn't hide his excitement at being back in the harness again. He practically vibrated with energy. Let me see. Flora pretended to be in deep thought. Rule number one, get enough sleep. Rule two, pull with shoulders and not your neck. Rule three, remember that dogs have way too many rules. Sophia laughed from where she was waiting on top of the load. Rule number 66. Oscar grinned. You can never have too many rules. Everyone ready? The captain called. The two men and Alaric placed their hands on the sled to help push the heavy load. Move out! Flora and Oscar put their shoulders into their harness and pulled. The sled resisted for a moment and then lurched forward as it broke away from where the runners had become frozen to, to the ice. In all the excitement, Flora was surprised to feel a tightness in her heart. The camp was where she had 
had found the courage to be more than just a farm pig, to take a little control of her life. She was tempted to turn for one last look, except she knew she'd hear the rule about not turning turning around again. A little later, they passed by a spot Flora was certain she had seen before. Then she remembered. It was the place where Oscar had dug the hole for her to hide in. She imagined filling up that dark place with fresh white powder and she promised herself she'd never lose hope like that again. On the second day out, they met the rescue party coming toward them. People laughed and pointed when they saw who was pulling the sled. And then a huge cheer cheer filled the air. Hugs were given and Flora got her share. Even Amos tickled her ears, but it was clear from their pinched faces that the food in the boxes would be a welcome surprise. Oscar and Flora were unhooked from their lines. Sniffing noses and wagging tails immediately surrounded Oscar. Flora felt awkward and out of place among the other dogs, but as soon as he could, Oscar told them the story of their adventure, giving full credit to Flora and her pulling skills. Each dog came up to thank her personally, which meant Flora got plenty of practice touching noses, apparently a requirement in the dog world. Even Sophia felt safe enough to jump down and wander through the furry crowd, though she wanted nothing to do with the sniffing and gave any dog that tried it a sharp smack on the snout. After a warm meal had been cooked up, eaten, and cleaned away, Coils of rope were brought out and more lines were tied to the sled. Flora was proud to be placed back in her harness even though there was far too much laughter over it from the other men. She was gratified that none of the dogs seemed to think it was funny. They waited patiently to be hooked up. Hike! shouted the captain from his place on the sled. Flora threw herself forward at the signal and the men standing nearby cheered. Two of them ran alongside for a few steps, waving their hats. Go, pig! Pull, pig! Pulling with a full team was not only a wonderful feeling, it was a lot easier than what she was used to. In just three days, they reached the sea and the camp where they hoped to be saved. From here, a group of the strongest sailors had set sail in the lifeboat to intercept a ship or find the nearest settlement of the southern tip of South America. If they were successful, rescues could arrive any day now. Chapter 38 The day the large ship appeared, the men hugged one another and danced while the dogs barked. As it sailed closer, Flora could see it was painted as white as snow. She watched with the others until she could make out its name written in tall red letters. The Undefeated. It dropped anchor and a lifeboat was lowered into the water. As soon as the men in the boat stepped onto the ice, there was another round of hugging among comrades. The captain still walked with a cane, but he was in charge again as he called out orders and directed the action. The lifeboat began taking men and dogs to the ship. Flora's feelings were all jumbled and confused. She wasn't sure what to think now that they were rescued. She wasn't sure she would be celebrating like the men and dogs around her. Her future seemed uncertain. She turned to find a friend and almost stumbled over Sophia, who was also not celebrating. 
Flora found it hard to push the words over the lump in her throat. What happens now? Sophia didn't answer at first. We animals don't get to decide, at least not usually, she said, and almost smiled. Well, anyway, we're back to depending on the kindness of people and trusting they get it right. Hopefully, Alaric and the captain will remember us once all of this excitement dies down. Flora took a deep breath. Remind me to tell you about a cat friend I had when I was a piglet who always said that nine lives were his state of mind. Whatever happens will be an adventure, right? That's for sure. Sophia licked her whiskers. Whatever happens, I'm sticking with you. Oscar walked up. He seemed relaxed and confident. You two ready to go? Flora didn't know what to say, and Sophia just stared straight ahead, her tail sweeping slowly back and forth on the snow. Come on, guys, don't worry. I heard the captain giving a couple of special orders, said Oscar. I think you're going to feel more at home on this ship. Do they have a rat problem? Flora asked, hopefully. All ships have a rat problem, said Oscar, but that's not what I'm talking about. Then what do you mean? asked Flora. Rule number 100. Let your friends figure things out for themselves sometimes. You'll see. Just then, Alaric came over, picked up Sophia, and motioned for Flora to follow. He guided them toward the boat, calling for Oscar. Come on, everyone. No one gets left behind this time, he said. Sophia hopped into the lifeboat first. Then Alaric helped Flora and Oscar climb aboard. In a few moments, the undefeated's bright white sides towered above the small craft. A large box was lowered down with ropes. Oscar was lifted into the box, which was hauled upward until Flora couldn't see him any longer. The pig came down again. Your turn, pig, said Alaric. Flora put her front hooves on the side of the box and Alaric lifted her in. Sophia hopped in beside her. Up and up went the box in a jerky, unsteady motion. Flora spread out her feet as far as possible to keep from falling. Sophia jumped onto the ship as soon as she could. Strong hands helped Flora onto the deck and she looked around. This was a step up from the explorer. The undefeated was bigger and newer and it smelled as fresh paint. Even the sailors' shouts and the pounding of their boots were louder to Flora's ears. After all that time in the soft snow, it felt strange to be walking on a smooth surface again. Flora looked around for the door that led to the ship's hold, but Oscar walked up and steered them instead to the front of the ship. They passed rows of sturdy sled dog crates with new soft blankets inside. Flora felt the old pang of jealousy return. She took a breath and lifted her face to the pale blue sky above. A few delicate white clouds were spread out above the horizon. Flora suddenly regretted that she hadn't taken more time to notice the sky during her time on land. The hold was going to be awfully dark. Right now, the sky seemed the most beautiful thing she had ever seen. She tried to capture it in her mind for later. Bang! A sailor clomped by and Flora jumped. Pick up the pace or get out of the way, Oscar called. Come on, Flora, Sophia said. Flora trotted up to her friends. The very first two crates had been given a new coat of light blue paint. Over the door of one, 
assign red, lead dog. That's my home right there, said Oscar. Good for Oscar. He deserved it. Oscar walked over to the other one and looked up at the sign. The captain's gratitude, he read. This one is for the two of you. It couldn't be. How, how do you, are you sure, Flora asked. Captain's first order, said Oscar. I heard him say to get these boxes painted and lettered. Flora felt the sea breeze flutter her ears. What does gratitude mean? I'm not sure. Maybe it's about paying back a favor, answered Oscar. Or maybe it just means the best pig ever. He gave her a big doggy grin. The ship's whistle blew again. Sophia and Flora looked at each other. Think you can handle being a ship's best pig? asked Sophia. Hmm, said Flora. Let me think about this. Travel all over the world? Hunt rats and pull sleds? Wake up next to your best friends? New adventure every trip? Tough duty, huh? asked Oscar. I'll just have to make the best of it, said Flora, starting now. As the ship picked up speed, Flora walked to the tip of the bow and put her feet on the railing, facing the wind and all of her adventures to come. The end.